Good morning. This is Abby with your daily Berlin briefing for Friday, May 26th, 2023. On Wednesday, on behalf of the Bavarian State Office of Criminal Investigation and the Munich General Prosecutor's Office, investigators carried out a nationwide raid against the last generation, and a total of 15 properties in seven German states were searched. Four searches took place in Berlin, and three each in Bavaria and Hesse. In addition, accounts were seized and assets were secured. Additionally, the group's homepage was, quote, seized and shut down, unquote, on the instructions of the public prosecutor's office. And according to police, about 170 officers were deployed nationwide, and the searches proceeded peacefully. The background to the action is a preliminary investigation by the Prosecutor General's Office, which is reportedly directed against a total of seven defendants between the ages of 22 and 38. They are being investigated on charges of forming or supporting a criminal organization. The procedure was initiated according to the prosecution, quote, due to numerous criminal complaints from the population, which were received since the middle of the year 2022, unquote. Specifically, the defendants are accused of organizing a fundraising campaign to finance, quote, further crimes, unquote, for the last generation, advertising it via its homepage, and thereby collecting at least 1.4 million euros in donations. Two defendants are also suspected of trying to sabotage the Trieste Ingolstadt oil pipeline in April of 2022. The activists of the last generation have been blocking traffic for weeks through various actions, especially in Berlin, and there have also been actions at airports or against oil pipelines. After attacks on the PCK refinery in Schwedt, there was a national raid against the activist group back in December. As we've reported, there have recently been many discussions about the criminal classification of the group. According to the Berlin SPD chairwoman Franziska Giffey, the party needs to analyze and draw conclusions from the election results in February in order to make personnel and content-related changes. The decision to form a coalition with the CDU was highly controversial within the SPD, as seen in the close member vote result. Giffey acknowledged the divided opinion, but emphasized the need to focus on working in the new government and making the best out of the challenging situation. Giffey, who is now serving as the Senator for Economic Affairs in the new Black-Red government, highlighted the social democratic character of the coalition agreement. And she also expressed the importance of unifying the party, reflecting on the election outcome, and making necessary structural, personnel, and content-related changes. Giffey believes that the best way to convince those who oppose this path is to demonstrate that the SPD's agenda is being pursued and advanced, emphasizing the party's role as a social force within the coalition. She mentioned positive reactions from the public as well, with people expressing their support for acknowledging the election result and the need for change. According to the Senate Department for Mobility, Traffic, Climate Protection, and the Environment, Friedrichstrasse will be reopened to car traffic starting from July. The decision overturns the traffic policy of the previous Red-Green-Red Senate. Additionally, beginning in autumn, a new urban development concept is to be created in collaboration with residents and businesses. 
The decision comes in response to legal challenges and objections from local residents, and the future planning process will encompass a larger area, including the Gendarmenmarkt and Checkpoint Charlie. The reopening was met with criticism from the Green Party and support from the FDP and the AFD. On Tuesday evening, a young raccoon snuck aboard a B. Valgi bus. The bus driver discovered the furry passenger around 7 p.m. at the Tempelhofer Dom stop after coming back from a break and leaving the bus door open for ventilation. The bus driver called the police, who then contacted a conservation ranger who located the raccoon's mother nearby and, with the approval of the public health officer, released the young raccoon in the vicinity. The growing raccoon population in Berlin has sparked controversial discussions. While many people view the animals as cute and interesting wildlife, there are concerns about their impact on native wildlife and urban infrastructure. Raccoons, known for their adaptability, have colonized the city and can be found in various urban habitats, including gardens and buildings. The exact number of raccoons is difficult to determine, but estimates suggest that the population has increased to several thousand animals in recent years. To address the rising population, Berlin has implemented various measures, such as securing trash containers to reduce food availability. Public awareness campaigns have also been launched to educate people about proper raccoon management and discourage feeding them. The city's Environmental, Transportation, and Climate Protection Agency has initiated a pilot project that offers free raccoon consultations for residents. It is important to note that capturing or killing raccoons without authorization is prohibited by the government. Raccoons are considered game animals, and unauthorized hunting or killing can result in fines or imprisonment. Raccoons were originally introduced to Germany for fur production and gradually established themselves as an invasive species due to their rapid reproduction and few natural predators. If you like our podcast, you can support us with a donation or simply help others discover us by liking and sharing our episodes on social media. Berlin Briefing will be back on Tuesday. Thanks for listening.